Okay. Uh, the best first time I preached on, the, on this pulpit is when Pastor Damien DiMeggio was still the, the pastor. And I still remember, vividly remember, I didn't move from this pulpit. I was so nervous that my, that my knees were shaking. And so pray for me tonight that I will not do the same. You know, when pastor asked me to, to preach, he said, I would like you to preach uh, probably a month ago. I had that, you know, I almost said, you know, are you sure? And I said, if I say something that will, that will offend you, oh, no, I'm just kidding. Blame pastor, okay? <laughs> no, 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 no. I will not. I will try, okay? The subject I want to preach on tonight is in line with authentic Christianity. Uh, let me begin this message by asking you a question. How many of the people that you associate with, without a doubt, you can call them your friends? How many? A more serious question is, how do you know who your true friends are? You know, we made the mistake of making friends with someone that maybe we go out with to have coffee, and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, we say a friend is someone that we go out shopping with, and I think that's, that's a good idea. If they had plenty of money, no kidding. <laughs> but going out with someone, having some coffee and, you know, shopping with someone, or even talk with someone for five hours until the, the phone line is, you know, smelling, you know, like fire, does not constitute a true friend. The dictionary defines a friend as someone who is on the same side, not an enemy or foe, but an ally. I say it again. A friend is someone who is on the same side of a struggle, not an enemy or foe, an ally. You could put that on the, uh, on the screen, Kimmy, so that people will, will see that. But how do you know who your true friends are? How can you gauge if they are genuine or not? The answer to the question is the story that we will look at tonight. A story, I believe, the best example of friendship. And you know what I'm talking about. Some of you know what I'm talking about. The friendship that existed between who? Jonathan and David. 
in, was, in one of the most difficult times of David's life, God gave David a Jonathan, a genuine friend, to David. And I entitled the message tonight, Qualities of a Genuine Friend. Qualities of a Genuine Friend. Let's pray. Father God, we, we thank you, Lord, for, for your word. We ask thee, God, that you would teach us something that we could uh, use in our relationship. But most of all, Father, I ask, Lord, that indeed if there's someone that doesn't know you yet tonight, I ask thee, God, that they would accept the offer of friendship that comes from you because you are the best example of a friend, a friend that not only we can trust, we can uh, go to in times of trouble, someone that never leaves us nor, nor forsake us, but you did the ultimate sacrifice. You sent your son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to die for our sin, the cross of Calvary, 2,000 years ago. So, Father, I ask that you would just empower your servant tonight, uh, strengthen my stammering and stuttering tongue tonight, dear God, and bless you with our hearts. This I ask in Jesus' most precious name. Amen. Qualities of a genuine friend. Let me invite you to the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 18. And we will see in here the first quality of a genuine friend. Chapter 18 of the book of 1 Samuel. In verse 3, we, we, we read, Then Jonathan and David made a covenant because he loved him as his own soul. After Jonathan, or after Jonathan and David made a covenant in, verse, in, in the verse that we have just read, in verse 4 it says, And Jonathan stripped himself of the robe that was upon him and gave it to David and his garments, even to his sword and to his bow and to his girdle. The first quality of a genuine friend, according to this verse, is that a genuine friend is willing to sacrifice. A genuine friend is willing to sacrifice. You see, David was to succeed his father as the king. But in this verse, he gave to David things that were precious and important to him. His robe symbolizes the kingdom. His bow, his sword, his girdle, and that's the belt, symbolizes power. So we see in here that Jonathan sacrifices, sacrifices it all. He was willing to forego of himself to become the king. He literally gave David his place as king. Let me ask you a question, and a serious question. Would you be willing? Would you be willing 
Would you be willing to, to sacrifice things that are important to you in order for you to become a genuine friend? Would you be willing to let go of important things so that a friend will say, well, he is a genuine friend. They, uh, Jonathan did. Like I said, he forgo his place as king. He demonstrated his friendship with David and he let go of the things that were precious to him. His status in life as a prince, his reputation, and even his family didn't get in the way of his friendship with David. Are we willing to do that? Are we willing to sacrifice for a friend? Folks, there are times that in order for us to become genuine, to become genuine friends to our friends, we need to make some sacrifices. Again, the question is, are we willing? Are we willing? There must be a willingness to sacrifice for a friend. Are we willing to go a second mile with a friend when they are experiencing difficult times in their, world, in their lives? Are we willing to go a second mile with a friend when they couldn't go on anymore? Are we willing? Now, I know some of you may be tempted to say, well, you know what, Brother June? I'm not a prince. I'm not Jonathan. I don't have something to give sacrificially. Can I encourage you tonight that you have something at your disposal more precious than all the wealth in the world? Now, you, you may be asking, what's that? Don't look around. It's you. You are the most precious thing in the world. Or, yourself, or, or you yourself is the most precious thing in the world that you can offer to a friend. Be there for them when they need someone, they need a shoulder to cry on. Be there for them to hold their hand up when their hands up get weary. Be there for them to cheer them up when they are lonely. Be there for your friend. Another thing that you and I have at our disposal is time. You know, we say, oh, we love you, brother. But you know what, Brother Robert? 
He spelled love last Wednesday, and he spelled it L-O-V-E. No. He spelled it T-I-M-E. How much time do we spend with a friend? And yet we say, you know, brother, I love you, and say bye. Are you willing to sacrifice your time for a friend? You should. The first quality of a genuine friend is a genuine friend is willing to sacrifice. Secondly, the book of Samuel, we're still in the book of Samuel chapter 19. In verse 4 and 5, we read in here, And Jonathan spake good of David unto Saul his father, and said unto him, Let not the king sin against his servant, against David, because he hath not sinned against thee, and because his work has been to thee was very good. For he did, for he did put his life in his hand, and slew the Philistine, and the Lord wrote a great salvation for Israel, thou sowest it, and didst rejoice. Wherefore then wilt thou sin against, an innocent, against innocent blood to slay David without a cause? The second quality of a genuine friend is this. Genuine friend, a genuine friend will defend you before others. A genuine friend will defend you before others. David's father, King Saul, decided to kill David. And who stepped in to defend David? It was Jonathan. Jonathan should have said, you know what, Dad? Kill that boy. It's a hindrance for me to become king. No, he did not. The Bible says that he spake good about David. He defended David against his own father. Not only he defended David, but he rebuked King Saul concerning his attitude towards David. Now I'm not saying to you young people that you go to your father and rebuke your father. I'm not saying that, but you should be able to defend your friend when someone tries to ridicule them. And that's the second quality of a genuine friend. A genuine friend will defend you before others. If Jonathan isn't a genuine friend to David, he would have begun to undermine David so that King Saul would put even more pressure against David. But you know what? David wasn't drawn or he didn't allow himself to be drawn to pettiness, envy, and jealousy. He did not. 
it would have been so easy for Jonathan to let that take place if he is more interested in becoming the king. It's the other way around. He is more interested in his friendship with David, so he defended him against his father than becoming the king. Genuine friends are people who will defend you, especially when you are not around to defend yourself. I say it again. Genuine friends are people who will defend you, especially when you are not around to defend yourself. Genuine friends will defend you before others who will try to ridicule you. Genuine friends are people who will try to defend you, who will, who will defend you to people who will try to malign your name. Genuine friends will defend you before others who will try to make fun of you. And the good thing about genuine friends is that they don't care who will try to harm you. They will defend you anywhere, anytime. Folks, that's a genuine friend. They will defend you. In the case of David, he defend, in the case of Jonathan, he de- defended David against his own father. Let, now let me ask you, What will you do? What will you do if someone, okay, if someone talks about your friend behind their back? What do you do? I know this is what we do. And let's be honest with ourselves tonight. We keep quiet, isn't it? Come on, folks, help me. We keep quiet, isn't it? We didn't say anything. That's not a genuine friend. A genuine friend will defend his friend, especially when they are not around. They will stand up for their friend. They don't keep quiet. The worst thing that we can do is to even join in the gossip about that friend. And would to God that we will not do that. Because at the judgment seat of Christ, all things, the Bible says, all things done in the body, whether it be good or bad, we will give account of it. Have you defended a friend against some gossip? Or you just keep quiet because you don't want to be ridiculed. You don't want to be an outcast in the circle of, of people. Folks, 
let's be the kind of friend that will defend a friend, especially when they are not around. Because a genuine friend will defend you before others. And you know, it's not easy for me to say this, but I will say it anyway. The people that calls you friend are not genuine friends until they have defended you in your absence. I'll say it again. The people that calls you friend are not genuine friends until they have defended your name in your absence. So first quality of a genuine friend is that a genuine friend is willing to sacrifice. Secondly, a genuine friend is or a genuine friend will, will defend you before others. Thirdly, and nearly we're nearly done. It depends on you saying amen, okay? Because I haven't heard any any amen at all. No, it's so quiet, you know, it's not it's not it's not the same, you know. Okay, thank you, brother RJ. Third quality of a genuine friend. The same chapter, chapter 19 of the book of First Sam, Samuel, verse 1 to 3. And Saul spake to Jonathan his son and to all his servants that they should kill David. But Jonathan, Saul's son, delighted much in David. And Jonathan told David, saying, Saul, my father seeketh to kill thee. Now therefore I pray thee, take heed of this to thyself until the morning and abide in a secret place and hide thyself. Verse 3. And I will go out and stand beside my father in the field where thou art, and I will commune with my father of thee, and I see, I will tell thee. Third quality of a genuine friend is that a genuine friend is someone you can trust or someone that is trustworthy. Genuine friends are people that you can trust. They will not only listen, but they will also not tell others what you don't want others to know. I say it again. Genuine friends are people who will not only listen, but they will not tell others that which you don't want others to know. Can we say amen to that? I didn't hear any amen at all. I think I heard three that say amen. A genuine friend is trustworthy. Genuine friends are people with whom you dare to be yourself. You don't have to put a pretense. You don't, you don't try to be something that you are not with a genuine friend. And that's the beauty of a genuine friend, isn't it? They want you to be who you are. They don't want you to be someone that you are not. 
But a genuine friend is trustworthy. With genuine friends, you can breathe freely. Genuine friends are people who, will, who you can tell your faults, your flaws, your failures, and even your innermost secret. And the beauty with a genuine friend is that you don't have to fear that what you tell in secret will appear in the Facebook or Twitter the following day. Come on. Let's be careful, folks. Yes, Facebook and Twitter are good, you know, way of communicating with others, but there are things that we should not be putting in the Facebook. You know, the secret of a friend that they confide in you should not be there. Why? Because that's a breakdown of trust and confidence. A genuine friend is someone who is trustworthy. Proverbs 11, verse, verse 13, the Bible says, A tell-bearer revealeth secrets, but he that is of a faithful spirit concealeth the matter. Proverbs 17, verse 9, He that covereth a transgression seeketh love, but he that repeateth a matter separateth very friends. Are you a friend that can be trusted or it is the other way around? Someone once said, an enemy is better than a two-faced friend. An enemy is better than a two-faced friend. Can a friend, friend trust you? Can they confide in you their innermost secret? And they know that you will not tell others about it. Folks, we should be a friend that can be trusted upon. Proverbs 20, verse 19, the Bible says, She that goeth about as a tale-bearer, revealeth secrets. Therefore meddle not with him that flattereth with his lips. I'll say it again. Genuine friends values your trust and confidence in them. A genuine friend is willing to sacrifice. A genuine friend will de defend you before others. A genuine friend is trustworthy. Number four, chapter 23 of the book, 1 Samuel, chapter 23 of the book, 1 Samuel,
We're told in here that King Saul did not stop in his pursuit to kill David. In verse 16 of the book of 1 Samuel, the Bible says, And Jonathan Saul's Jonathan Saul, son arose and went to David into the wood and strengthened his hand in God. The fourth quality of a genuine friend is a genuine friend encourages you. A genuine friend encourages you. Jonathan knew that David was discouraged. Remember, David had been on the run because King Saul tried to kill him. So he flee from city to city, sometimes living in caves, in the mountains, in the desert. We might even say that his faith began to waver. And who went looking for him to encourage him? His genuine friend. A rival for the kingship. But it didn't stop Jonathan to search for David to encourage him. He went looking for David to bolster his spirit while he was down. Brethren, a genuine friend build us up, not put us down. They build us up, not put us down. They don't criticize us. They encourage us. A genuine friend is an Encourager. The Bible says in Proverbs 27, 17, and the deacon should know this verse. Come on, deacons. What's the verse? 27, 17. What does it say? That's right. That's our, that's our, uh, uh, that's our uh, key verse, isn't it? Deacons. A genuine friend is one who encourages. Not only that we that they encourage us to be the kind of Christian God wants us to be, but He encourages primarily in our faith to God. A genuine friend is someone who encourages. Brethren, God wants us to be friend who encourages brothers and sisters in Christ when they are down. But not just any kind of encouragement. But like Jonathan, to encourage or strengthen them in God. What's the difference, you may ask? Any friend can encourage, but it takes a genuine Christian friend 
to point us back to God. I say it again. A genuine Christian friend points us back to God. You know, I'm thankful for a friend or friends that encourages me at the most difficult time of my life. And can, can I challenge you tonight, my friend, Christians? When you have that kind of friend, value them. Don't take, don't take them for granted. Because a friend like that is a God-given gift to you and to me. They point us back to God because a Christian friend realizes that they can only do so much. They realize that their friend needs God first and foremost. The Apostle Paul reminded the church in one of his epistles that it is the responsibility of us as people of God, as Christians, to encourage one another and build one another In 1 Thessalonians 5.11, the Bible says, Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also ye do. Brethren, we all need encouragement from time to time. Amen? We all need it. It doesn't matter where you are at in your spiritual life. Whether you are on the mountaintop or down the valley, you still need encouragement. And thank God for Christian friends that encourages us. You know, folks, we are Bible-bound to encourage one another. When, when God said encourage one another, it's not just a proposition. It is a command. And we say we believe the Bible, but when it comes time for us to encourage a friend, we don't. We are to encourage one another. In the Christian life, we get disheartened, we get, we get discouraged, we get disillusioned. What do we need? A genuine friend who encourages us to keep on keeping on. To keep on keeping on. Yes, a word of encouragement given at the right moment can be the difference between finishing well 
and collapsing along the way. You know, one of my prayers to God is that, Lord, give me the sensitivity to look for brothers and sisters that needs encouragement. Folks, you may not preach on this pulpit. You may not win souls every week. But you can encourage someone. You can have the ministry of encouragement. And all of us can do that. Ministry of encouragement. Are you a source of encouragement for your friends? Do you have a friend that encourages you and builds you up in your faith, pointing you back to God? Do you have someone who moves you forward in your faith, especially when you are discouraged and about to give up? Do you have a Jonathan in your life? Or we put it the other way around. Are you a Jonathan to someone else? A genuine friend is someone who encourages. The great evangelist Dale Moody advised people to do all the good they could to all the people they could in all the ways they could, and as long as they could. And what a good advice is it? To do all the good that we could to all people. We could in all the ways we could, and as long as we could. Folks, that is what Jonathan did to David. He was a source of encouragement to David in one of the most difficult times in his life. Fifthly, I'm nearly done. I know you would say that. You know, it should, we should not limit the, the, the working of the Holy Spirit when we preach. Now, I know that some missionaries say, uh, you know, someone that preach short will get support. You know, someone that preach long will not get invited again. You know, I'll take the risk. I'm not preaching again as long as I can give what God gave me to you. Okay? Okay. The fifth quality of a genuine friend is on the same chapter of the book of 1 Samuel, verse 17. Verse 17, the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 23. And he said unto him, Fear not, for the hand of Saul, my father, shall not find thee, and thou shalt be king over Israel. And look at the next word. And I shall be What's the word, folks? Next unto thee, 
and that also saw my father know it. A genuine friend rejoices in your success. Can you say amen to that? A genuine friend rejoices in your success. Genuine friends want the best for you. They want you to succeed in life, whether physically, financially, and spiritually. The Bible says in Romans 12, verse 15, Rejoice with them that do rejoice, and weep with them that weep. You know, it's easy to empathize with someone when they are going through some difficulties in their life. It's harder for us folks, and prove me wrong, it's harder for us to rejoice when someone is elevated over us. Come on, folks. Do you rejoice when someone is elevated over you? Nah. Because that human nature says, you know what, I'm better than him. Why? But folks, that's not the quality of a genuine friend. A genuine friend is happy for a friend to succeed. They don't get jealous. They don't get envious. They are happy. You know, I wish I could be there when David and Jonathan were, were talking to each other. Because I believe this is what Jonathan said to David. You know, David, I'm happy for you. And I'm here to support you, David. Uh, yeah, I'm here to support you, David. I want you to succeed, David. How many friends do we have like that? You know, I dare to say that in a crowd like this, in a church like this, Southland Baptist Church, there are some of us who get envious when others are being promoted. We are like the prodigal brother. He's standing afar off and doing like this. You know, he even called his brother and said to his father, as soon as this thy son he didn't even call him my brother. And folks, we are brothers and sisters in Christ, aren't we? And why do we get jealous when someone is being preferred over us? When someone is being promoted over us? Why? Instead of being happy, we soak. We pout. We fold our hands. But a genuine friend rejoices in your success. Genuine friends are the one who will stand by you in your greatest moment because they are not afraid to let you shine. 
I say it again. Genuine friends are the people that stand by you in your greatest moment because they are not afraid to let you shine. And how many friends do we have like that? Not many, isn't it? Not many. Can I encourage you to be a friend like that? A friend, of, a friend is being promoted over you. You do all the best you can to make your friend more su- successful. Not get envious of them. Folks, promotion cometh from who? From the Lord. A genuine friend rejoices in your success. And then this is the last one, and all of you can say, Amen. Amen. Now I know you're waiting for that. Now this is the, four, the fourth last one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> On a more serious note, I want, you, I want to invite you to the book of 1 Samuel still, 1 Samuel chapter 20. For the sake of time, we will not read all the verses, but let's read verse 32. And Jonathan answered Saul, his father, and said unto him, Wherefore shall be, he be slain? But he did not. And Saul cast a javelin at him to smite him, whereby Jonathan knew that it was determined of his father to slay David. Verse 34. So Jonathan arose from the, from the table in fierce anger, and, he, and did not eat, and did eat no meat the second day of the month, for he was grieved for David because his father had done him shame. A genuine friend, my friend, will stick by you. A genuine friend will not abandon you. Genuine friends will be loyal to you even to the point of risking their own lives. I say it again. A genuine friend will be loyal to you even to the point of risking their own lives. They will be with you through thick and thin. They will be with you when the going gets tough. You know, the quickest way to find out who you're genuine friends are? Do you know? Get in trouble. No, no, I'm serious. Get in trouble and you will see who your genuine friends are. The one that will stay or the one that will, that will call you and say, where are you? And they will be there. They are your genuine friends. The one that will say, you know, where are you? And say, bye. They are not. Because a genuine friend will stand by you. They will stick with 
you. The people that stays with you are your genuine friends, and those that shy away from you or avoid you are not. And I must say this, and you are better off without them. You are better off without them. Someone said, a genuine friend is someone that comes in when everyone else is going out. I say it again. A genuine friend is someone that comes in when everyone else is getting out. A genuine friend is someone that will not abandon you. Genuine friends are not fair weather friends. And you know what I'm talking about? I know you know what I'm talking about. They're like the weather. When it's good, they are your friends. When the weather is bad, they are not. That's why they are called fair weather friends. And I'm sure that many of you can testify that in one of the most difficult times of your life, a friend stood by you. Why? Because they came. They are genuine. They didn't abandon you. They stick by you. On the flip side, many of us, and I had to, I had to admit that I'm one of them, I've fallen victim into so-called fair weather friends. You know, it hurts. I must admit, it hurts. Because you put your heart into them. You pray for them and, and, and with them. You love them unconditionally. But they stab you in the back. They deceive you. They deserted you. They are nowhere to be found when you need them the most. And folks, tonight I hope that we are not those kind of friends. But we will stick by the side of a friend. You know why Band-Aid is so popular? Those of us who grew up in the 60s, 70s, Aye, the young people doesn't know what a band-aid is. You know the one that, that your mom put in your, you know, and the wound? You know why it's so popular? It is so popular because of, of how it is thick. You know, sometimes when you want to take it out, you almost, you know, you almost cry. Because it's thick too much in your, in your, in your skin that it hurts. That should be a genuine friend. We should be known for our stickativeness, if there's a word like that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe I look in the dictionary. Stickativeness. Uh, I, I just just came to my mind, and uh, I to my thoughts. So, but anyway, a genuine friend will stick by you. I've said a while ago. When you have a friend like that, appreciate them because they are precious gift given by God to you.
Let me say with all honesty, there are lots of people who will stick by you when you are doing well. They will. The, the prodigal son was, can attest to that. You know, he got lots of friends when he had the money. When, he, when he's throwing party here and there. But then, money runs dry and his friends were nowhere to be found. Many will sing your praises when you are on top. When you, when you reach bottom, they are nowhere to be found. It's sad, isn't it? It's sad. But I can encourage you again tonight. Be a friend. Let it stick by the side of a friend. Not abandon them. Not backstab them. You know, if you, if you stab a friend, stab them in, the, in front, not in the back. A genuine friend is willing to stand up under pressure and stand with you when everyone else is against you. Others may kick you down, but a genuine friend reaches down to pick you up. I know I've heard so many times, even in conferences that uh, I used to go, preachers say shit, you know, pastors say shit. The only Christian army in the world are Baptists you know, kick their own. Why is that? Instead of picking them up, we kick them all the down. Where is the Christian spirit in that? Let's be determined tonight that whatever the case may be, let's stand by side, side by side with a friend. Not turn against them, but be there for them. And like I said, if we have a friend like that, we need to treasure them. We need to treasure them. Someone once said, as time goes by, fake friends will fall away, but genuine ones will stay. Thank God for those who stay. Thank God for those who stay. Now I will not give a, a, a long invitation tonight, but let's Bow, let's bow our head and uh, close our eyes. Just, you know, the Lord just impresses upon my heart. But 
to you and say, friend, allow me to introduce to you to a friend that you can have. The perfect example of a friend. A friend that will not desert you. A, a friend that will not abandon you. A friend that will not forsake you. Most of all, a friend that has done something that no other friend can, can do. He gave his life for you so that you can be forgiven of your sin. That friend I'm talking about is no other than the Lord Jesus Christ. He's willing to, 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 to lead the glories of heaven, the adoration of angels, came here on this sinful earth, live among us, a perfect life, and therefore he can be the perfect sacrifice for our sin. The Bible says in Romans 5, 8, but God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And say, friend, he's offering the gift of friendship to you. Would you be willing to accept the invitation of being a friend of God? Now then to Christians. According to what we have learned from the Bible tonight, would you consider yourself a genuine friend? Or you would say, Brother John, I need God's help to help me to be the kind of friend that you have talked about. If that's you, Would you raise your hand? I will, and I and and I will pray for you. Let's not be proud of ourselves, because God resisted the proud, but gave it grace unto the humble. Is that your condition tonight? Would you be Would you be humble enough to say, you know, rather than I need God's help to be that kind of friend that you have talked about? Is that you? Thank you. I see that hand. I see the hand. God bless you. God bless you. As a piano place, I'll I'll call on brother um, Pastor EJ to come and close us.